Welcome everyone to Kingdom Rock Radio. We pray that you will enjoy today's message. Now here's a sample of what you'll be hearing today. If you are continually focusing on your weaknesses, your weaknesses will get stronger. It's stronger in that uh, of the negative effects that it has on you. Kingdom Rock Radio is an outreach ministry of Kingdom Rock Family Worship Center located right here in Bremen, Georgia. You can connect with us at our website at www.kingdomrock.org. And now, here is today's message. Hi, everybody. Thank you so much for joining me for another Thursday night right here at Kingdom Rock Family Worship Center. We will continue tonight in our series entitled Overcoming Our Fears. This is part number 19, and I'm so glad that you are here. Well, before we get started, let me remind you to go to our website at kingdomrock.org. It's there that you can hear today's message as well as the entire series. And there's so many other videos there, audio messages and podcasts. And from some awesome and wonderful preachers, uh, it's there on the website. So just check it out today. And while you're on the website, you can always click the give button to give into the ministry if you feel so inclined. And we would definitely appreciate it. All right, before we get started, let's go ahead and have a word of prayer. Father, we thank you for this time, and we ask you to breathe upon us by your Spirit and help us to overcome our fears. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, this series comes with an affirmation, and this is part number 19. So let's go ahead and go with our affirmation. And it goes like this. God has not given me a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. I have been washed by the blood of Jesus. The greater one lives in me and I am yielded to his spirit. Therefore, I shall always overcome, be triumphant and excel in all matters of the kingdom. Today, I declare I am fearless, bold and safely secured in the father's love for me. Glory to God. Let me read that that uh, second or the second to last sentence again. Therefore, I shall always overcome, be triumphant and excel in all matters of the kingdom. Glory to God. And that's where we want to get to right there so that you may live a successful and productive life, uh, glorifying the father in all that you do. Well, On the last times, we've been talking about that it's important for us to see ourselves the way the Father sees us. And I gave you about eight different points, and we've been trying to get through these eight different points so that we can have the mind of God as it relates to us and to others around us as well. The first thing was we have to see ourselves as forgiven. Second, complete. Third, blameless. Fourth, loved and accepted. Five, valued. We were there on last week. I love that one. Make sure you go back and hear part 18 if you didn't get a chance to. Make sure it's going to bless you. And um, uh, number six, never condemned. And that's where we are tonight. Never condemned. And uh, seven, safe. You have to see yourself as safe. And eight, as an entirely new person. All right. So we want to talk about that never condemned, um, never condemned part tonight. And we want to speak or title this as you can do it. You can do it. And uh, we'll get into that and you'll find out what we're talking about as we go on. But first of all, let me ask you, have you made these statements before? 
As we talk about condemnation, have you made these statements before? Have you ever, have you ever said, I can't get it right? No matter what I do, I just can't, can't, oh, I don't, I can't seem to get it right. Or have you said, I can't do anything right, or I always mess things up, or I always make things worse, or no matter how hard I try, my best isn't good enough. Have you ever made those statements before? Or if so, you have been a victim, we can say, or you have been affected. Maybe I said, maybe that may be a better way of saying that. You have been affected by condemnation, possibly a spirit of condemnation. When we are infected or affected by condemnation, we become our own judge, jury, and executioner. Because self-condemnation is all about you, about how bad you performed or uh, what you didn't do or what you didn't say. It shines a spotlight on you, condemnation. So I want to tell you tonight, through Christ Jesus, you can do it. Condemnation wears you down, and it begins to rob you of your best life ever. When you condemn yourself and continue to condemn yourself, if you live in a pattern of self-condemnation, you, you, you don't want to start again. You, you don't want to try again. Every time someone may ask you to do something toward that, you say, well, you know what? I tried that. It didn't work. I don't want to do it again. I don't want to hurt myself. I don't, want to, I don't want disappointment. And so we become hesitant to do again. And if you become hesitant to climb or to go forward, guess what? We'll never go anywhere. We'll be stuck. So we want to break the loop tonight, break the cycle of condemnation, break the cycle of self-condemnation. We want to break it so that we may move forward in God. Remember, we are overcoming our fears, overcoming our fears. when we're going to break this, break these chains tonight in Jesus mighty name. So let's talk for a moment about what condemnation is. Condemnation is the expression of very strong disapproval. It is uh, censure. So very strong, this very strong disapproval. Let me give you some synonyms of condemnation. Let's see if these, if these ring true in your life. Uh, criticism. You know, we criticize ourselves. We are our own worst critics many times. Criticism. And how about disapproval, of course? Flack. Yeah, flack. And rebuke. All of those are words similar to uh, the word condemnation. Condemnation. And then we could, let's look at some words that are opposite of the word condemnation. One word that is opposite of condemnation is approval. <laughs> Also, honor is, the, is an opposite word of condemnation. Praise is an opposite word uh, of condemnation. So these are words that we don't experience when we are having our pity party, so to speak, and we are condemning ourselves and judging ourselves and we're looking at ourselves and saying, hey, you know what? I just don't measure up. I just can't do it. I just can't do it. No matter how hard I try, every time I go, I always mess things up. I always, I just can't. I just can't. 
You know, the main figure in that statement that we just gave or those statements is I, the letter I, you, because condemnation always zeroes down to the person. It considers you, but it never considers father. It never considers God. It considers how weak you are or how much you don't know, but it never considers the strength of God and his infinite knowledge and wisdom. So we're going to have to make that transition tonight of, of looking at you, looking at your weaknesses and looking. We need to transition over to looking at his strengths. All right. Because now that you are in Christ, you are a new creature in Christ. All things have passed away. Behold, all things uh, have become new. Before we were alienated from uh, from God, we were strange, estranged to him. But now because of Jesus, we are connected with father. We are connected with him in spirit. You know, we are of one spirit in him. You are in Christ Jesus. You are of one spirit with God. And we have the mind of Christ. Therefore, our soul, our soul is connected to Christ. We're connected in soul. So we're connected in spirit and in soul. And we are also the temple of the Holy Spirit. His spirit dwells in us, you know, and the spirit dwelling in us affects our mortal bodies. Praise God. So we're connected body, soul and spirit to father. And we have to confess that and declare that in our lives because it's not just you anymore. Formerly, it was just you, but it's not just you anymore. You've got a whole team working with you now. And if God be for you, who can be against you? So let me tell you about Paul's struggle. Let's look at this very briefly about Paul's struggle, because he had some of these same uh, some of these same fears. He had some of these same struggles. He struggled. And let me let's see how he overcame it. And you and I will also see how we can overcome so let's go to Romans, the seventh chapter. We're going to do a little, little bit of reading. Romans, the seventh chapter. And we're going to look at verses. Uh, let's look at verse 14 through 25. And then we'll go right over to Romans, the eighth chapter tonight. All right. Are you excited? I'm excited. All right. Let's get in it. All right. Here we go. Romans, the seventh chapter, verse 14 through 25. Listen to how it reads. It says, so the trouble is not with the law, for it is spiritual and good. The trouble is with me, for I am all too human, a slave to sin. You've thought about that? I am all too human. I mess up, a slave of sin. Listen, it says, I don't really understand myself, for I want to do what is right, but I don't do it. Instead, I do what I hate. But if I know that what I am doing is wrong, this shows that I agree that the law is good. So I am not the one doing wrong. It is sin living in me that does it. He's saying sin has the power. Listen, he says, when I want to do right, I, I have good intentions, but I always come in and I always mess stuff up. I, I can't seem to connect. I can't seem to connect and do the good that I want to do. Let's look on. Look at verse number 18. He says, and I know that nothing good lives in me. That is in my sinful nature. I want to do what is right, but I can't. I want to do what is good, but I don't. I don't want to do what is wrong, but I do it anyway. Does that sound familiar to you? Uh, you say, well, you know what? I don't want to look at I don't want to look at the pornographic website, but I find myself doing it. I don't want to 
curse at them, but I find myself doing it. I want to keep my cool. I want to keep my composure. But it seems like they know how to hit that button. I, I, I begin the day in prayer and I'm with the Lord and everything is fine. But when she comes around, when he comes around, it's like they hit that button and I begin to do blah, 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 blah. I began to do and say the stuff I don't want to do and say. So you're saying like Paul, you know, in me, that is in my old sinful nature. Hey, hey, it's not me. It's sin that's doing that. Remember, he's having some of these same struggles, but he overcame it. And so will you. Glory to God. Glory to God. He said, he said, I want to do right. I want to control myself. And my God, Pastor Nelson had a wonderful message. And you'll see that uh, this week coming up. Um, he spoke or it will speak uh, from the subject of self-control. You got to hear it. Make sure you tune in this Sunday. It's going to be a blessing to you. For those of you that are watching the replay and it hasn't happened yet for you or it has happened, make sure you look, search the archives for the message entitled The Power of Self-Control by, by Pastor Nelson. Great message. You got to hear it. All right. And uh, and see it. All right. Let's look on here. Let's go to uh, verse 20. He says, but if I do what I don't want to do, I am not really the one doing wrong. It is sin living in me that does it. It's like sin has some power, doesn't it? Because he keeps saying, I want to do right, but sin interrupts me. I want to do right, but bad keeps interrupting me. It seems like sin has some power here to stop the right. But let's let's look further on here. Verse 21 says, I have discovered this principle of life that when I want to do what is right, I inevitably do what is wrong. I love God's law with all my heart. But there is another power. Grab a hold of that. I love God's word with all my heart. I love God's law with all my heart. He's saying I want to do right with all my heart. I really do. But verse 23, but there is another power within me that is at war with my mind. This power makes me a slave to the sin that is still within me. He said, there's another power here that's, that's bringing me under its power in control and control. He says, that this power is sin and he has become a slave of sin. Now, listen, when sin is your master, when anything is your master, your life is not your own. Your actions are not your own. Your actions are being controlled by another. He's saying here, I want to do what's right. I don't want to mess up, but I find another power, another master at work within my old nature. What am I going to do? He says he, he wants to do right and we want to do right. We don't want to cuss. We don't want to fuss. We don't want to root toot and all these things. We don't want to do that. We, we want to live a peaceful life. But it seems like every time, my God, every time you want to live a peaceful life, you take a step forward, something pushes you back and you begin to condemn yourself and beat yourself and beat yourself and beat yourself. And you live a life under condemnation. And when you live a life under condemnation, you are or you will become miserable, live a miserable life. 
When you're always under condemnation, you're always judging yourself, always uh, becoming judge, jury, and executioner. It's a miserable life. You can't really be truly happy or full of joy when you're always condemning yourself. It will affect your body. It'll, of course, affect your blood pressure, stress. All these things will come into play when we have self-condemnation, when we're condemning ourselves. It's bad enough the devil condemn you. Bad enough folk will condemn you. People condemn you. But when we condemn ourselves and be our own worst critics, oh, that's horrible. So Paul said, hey, I want to do what is right, but I find another power at work within me. Let's go on. Let's look at here. Let's look on. Verse 24 says, oh, what a miserable person I am. Have you ever said that before? Have you thought that about yourself? Oh, what a miserable person I am. I can't do it. Oh, what a miserable person I am. Who will free me from this life that is dominated by sin and death? You see that? A life that is dominated by sin and death. Here's the answer. Thank God. The answer is in Jesus Christ, our Lord. So you see how it is. In my mind, I really want to obey God's law. But because of my sinful nature, I am a slave to sin. All right. So that's the problem. He says, I want to do what's right. But there's something in me that always pokes his head up. And evidently uh, or eventually I do what is wrong. Who will save me? Who will save such a miserable person? And he says, the answer is in Jesus. The answer is in Jesus. And this is how we go into uh, the very next chapter, Romans, the eighth chapter, because the Lord's about to he's about to show us something. Paul was telling us his testimony. This is how I was. This is what was going on with me. I was living a defeated life. I was always examining myself, criticizing myself. Sin had its grips upon me. My life was dominated by it. But he was delivered. Paul said, I was delivered. Now, how were you delivered, Paul? Go ask going to Romans 8 chapter. And let's see this. This is wonderful. You can read the entire 8 chapter. We're going to look just look at uh, verses 1 through 4. All right. So it goes like this. It says, so now there is no condemnation for those who belong to Christ Jesus. And he begins to back. He's going to tell us why there's no condemnation. Now, that's a big thing. There is therefore, King James says, there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit, who follow after the spirit. So here in the New Living Translation, that that verse is a little bit differently in verse one, but it it picks up the walking in the spirit, not in the flesh down in, in verse number four. But listen to how again, listen to how this reads here. Uh, the New Living Translation, verse number one, it says, now this is also our confession. It says, so now there is one more time. So now there is no condemnation for those who belong to Christ Jesus. If you belong to Christ Jesus, This is telling us that we should not live a life of condemnation, a life of self-judgment, a life of criticism, a life where you are continually examining, examining the bad that you've done, your weaknesses that you've done. Remember, what you focus on gets stronger. What you focus on gets stronger. 
And you'll see a series. We're in a series right now on Sunday mornings, and it talks about focusing on Christ. And let me tell you, what you focus on gets stronger. Hear this prophetic word. Somebody really needs to hear this. What you focus on gets stronger. If you continue, if, if you are continually focusing on your weaknesses, your weaknesses will get stronger. It's stronger in that uh, of the negative effects that it has on you. More stress will come. More anxiety will come. Uh, uh, more stomach problems will happen. More back problems will happen because many of us carry our stress in our bodies and the bodies react to it. Your body was not made for negative. God did not make your body for negative. Somebody needs to hear what I'm saying to you, what the spirit is saying to you. I feel this. Your body was not made to carry or house negative emotions. Negative emotions is like a it's like a cancer within us. It eats us away. We can't have that. We can't handle that judgment, criticism, uh, doubt or or unforgiveness, harboring things against other people. That stuff eats at us. It eats us. We can't handle it. We can't harbor it. We were not made to hold it. It's like acid that eats away at your joints. It just eats away at us. We can't hold on to it. We have to give it over to Father. We have to release that person. We have to release that thing that happened. We have to release it. If you don't release it, it will continue to eat away at your soul. And it, of course, eventually affects your natural body. We've got to give it away. All right, Father, let's do it right now, as a matter of fact. So pray with me. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we release all those that hurt us and offended us. We release them. The one that lied on us, talked about us like a dog. Father, the, the one that, that criticized us and was jealous of us, the one that just made our lives a, a terrible place. Father, like a living hail. Father, we release them to you. We let them go. You are the judge. We are not their judge. You are the one. So Father, we release them to you. And Lord, you told us to pray for those that, uh, that abuse us, that, uh, that oppress us, that, that misuse us. You told us to pray for those. So, Father, we do pray for them now in Jesus' name. We pray that they will come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ and give their hearts and lives to you. We pray, Lord God, we pray that our heart will be filled with love toward them as your heart is. That we have the heart and mind of Christ toward their sin, toward, toward their sin. And we thank you, Lord, that as we release them, we're also being released from that. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen and amen. I pray you got that. My God, I pray you got that. I pray you got that. Did you get that? Hallelujah. Let it go. Let it go. It's like I hear a cheering section. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Now, remember, no one gets away with anything. Don't let the devil tell you that, oh, they're going to get away with it. So you got to hold on to them. If you don't hold on to that thing, then they'll get away with it. No, no, no. If you just go back in the book of Revelation, you will see how at the end the books will be open. The books, the books, of course, are everything that we've done are written down in the books. 
in the books. It's being recorded. So every bad thing they've done to you, if their if their sins have not been washed away, that's going to come up again in the books and they'll be judged according to those things that are written. So people aren't going to get away with anything. And then I can get away with anything, which tells us, which gives us freedom to release it to the Father. Hallelujah. And you continue to be clean in spirit, clean in heart. Oh, my Lord. I pray you got that. You got to be clean in spirit and clean in heart. We are about to, and my God, my time is going. What happened? We're about to enter in some, some very turbulent times, folks, some very turbulent times. And the next three months will be it will be something, something terrible. But we've got to know that we are safe and secure in Christ. Now, listen one more time. Next three months, October, November, December of this year, 2020. I'm telling you, it's going to be some turbulent times and you're going to have to brace yourself, brace yourself. But know that you are kept safe and secure in the father. And while we're being kept safe and secure in the Father, you've got to repent of your sins and turn from them. Believe me, repent of your sins and turn from them and turn to Father while you can. Glory to God. The judgment and the, and the perils that are coming is not meant for you. Hallelujah. It's not meant for you. Uh, there's a lot of it's been a lot of innocent blood shed upon the land. And I'm telling you, there is a tidal wave that is coming. It, it's coming. It's uh, it's. I'm telling you, the Bible says that the wages of sin is death. So the wages, these things are coming due now. It's coming due. And there's nothing we can do about it. But we pray for those that that are not under the Lord's covering. We pray for those that are in our government, are in our government. We, we pray for those that are around the world. Hallelujah. They need our prayer. So listen, everybody, we have to pray for our government. We have to pray uh, for uh, for everyone else, we pray for peace. My God, we pray for peace. We, we're praying for them. We pray for those that are sick with the coronavirus and all the other things that are going on. My God, we're going to have to pray for them like never before. But you are safe in Christ Jesus. You have to declare that you are safe and sound in him. My Lord, look at our time. Now let's go on for another five minutes. We're going to close out tonight, I believe. Haven't gotten to all of it, but let's go ahead, go to Romans 8 <laughs> once again. And let's look at verse number one again. It says, so now there is one more time. So now there is no condemnation to those who belong to Christ Jesus. Verse two. And because you belong to him, listen, because you belong to Christ, listen, the, because you belong to him, the power of the life giving spirit, the Holy Spirit has what? Freed you, freed me from what? From the power of sin that leads to death. All right. Now you're in Christ Jesus and that old power that the devil had over you, that old power that that sin had over you. Remember, we just read in Romans, the seventh chapter, how Paul said he was living a life that was dominated by sin and death. But now but then he said the answer is in Jesus Christ. So now we see in Romans, a chapter that. Because of Jesus, because we are in Jesus, the power of the Holy Spirit has freed us. He has freed you from the power of sin that leads to death. The Holy Spirit has freed you. So now, you know, we don't dwell in condemnation because we've been freed from that. Glory to God. Let's look a little bit further. In verse number three, it says, 
the law of Moses was unable to save us because of the weaknesses of our of our sinful nature. So God did what the law could not do. He sent his own son in a body like the bodies we have. And in that body, God declared an end. I love that. In that body, in the body of Jesus, God declared an end to sin's control over us by giving his son as an offering for our sins. Do you see that? Glory to God. Look at verse number four. He did this so that the just requirements of the law would be, fu- would be fully satisfied for us who no longer follow our sinful nature, but instead follow the spirit. Glory to God. God broke the power of sin through the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. So all those that are in Christ are free from condemnation and we are free from the power and dominance of sin. We got to declare that and we got to walk in it in Jesus mighty name. But you say, I still, I still even right now feel like it. I still feel right now like I want to do it. It's, it's, I'm telling you, it's, it's, it's like a, it's like a, uh, uh, forgive it. It's like a, a, a verbal, verbal vomiting. You, you can't hold it in. Uh, please forgive it. I'm, I'm, you know, you know, but you know, when that, when that opportunity comes again, for you to do something you don't want to do or for you to say something you don't want to say, this is what you should do. You should declare, no, I will not do that because father has broken the power of sin over my life through the sacrifice of Jesus. I am now free from that. I don't have to follow. I don't have to follow the dictates of my flesh. I follow the leading of the spirit. I'm no longer following my flesh. I'm following the spirit. You get that? I'm no longer following my flesh. I'm following the spirit. So when you get into that situation, you declare that. And when you're out of the situation, you declare it. If if you know you have to go back into that place, that same place again, where you've messed up time and time and time again, before you get there, declare, Father, I thank you in Jesus' name that you have delivered me from the power of sin and death. Sin is no longer my master because I am in Christ Jesus. And I no longer follow the dictates of my flesh. I follow the dictates of the spirit. I follow the Holy Spirit. And as you declare that word, listen, as you declare that word, you're going to see that word become come to pass in your life. And you're going to find it easier and easier and easier not to fall into that same old ditch again. Why? One reason is because you're changing your focus, changing your focus. You stop focusing on you and you start focusing on him. You stop focusing on your willpower. I'm not going to do it. No, you stop focusing on you and focusing, focus on what Jesus did. Father broke the power of that sin off your life. He broke your slavery, your chains of slavery off of your life completely. And now you don't have to go that way. You don't have to go that way. But listen, you've got to confess it. You've got to make confession of that. You've got to confess it now. It's not automatic. Just because it's written doesn't mean you're going to walk in it. You've got to confess that thing. You've got to pray that thing. You've got to declare that over your life. And when you do that, I'm telling you, then life begins to change. 
You are a completely new person. You are a completely new creature in Christ Jesus. All things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Hallelujah. Whew, that was a lot tonight. So in closing, get ready for the next three months. Get ready for it. Don't freak out about things you see on TV, news, social media. Don't freak out about it. Just know that your home and your family is covered by the blood of Jesus. Continue to walk in repentance before Father. Uh, talk with him daily and get in his word. Focus on Christ Jesus. Declare his word of your life. And you're going to see, we're going to go through these months, praise God, in the beginning of next year. I'm telling you, we're going to begin to see uh, so much more uh, great things happen for the body of Christ. God's going to set us up on a high place and you're going to begin to take the things that belong to you for the kingdom of God. The Bible says that in the, that the kingdom of heaven, since the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffered violence and the violent take it by force. My God, our time is over tonight. I've gone over. Oh, but I'm thankful that you were here to get the message. So let's go ahead and pray. Father, I thank you in Jesus name for your beloved that is right now watching. Father, I pray that you will keep them always safe and secure in these dangerous times. But Father, I thank you that it's dangerous for the world, but it's prosperous time for us. Thank you, Lord, for preparing us and getting us ready for this great end time revival, this great end time harvest. Lord, we release this message to you. Let it find a place of rest in your people. We love you tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, my friends, that's it for tonight. Make sure you go to our website at kingdomrock.org. It's there that you can hear this message and so much more. If you're watching us on YouTube, make sure you, if, this, if you find value, if you have found <laughs> value in this message, then go ahead and hit the uh, thumbs up button and leave us a comment if you like. You can always go to our website at kingdomrock.org and you can click the give button there to give into the ministry if the Lord leads you to do so. Remember the next time, until next time, Jesus loves you and so do we. Choose him as your Lord today. Only he can make a way. Whew. That was a long one here. I think I'm going to take a nap. All right. See you guys later. Well, we pray that you were blessed and encouraged by today's message. Don't forget, you can connect with us at our website at kingdomrock.org. It's there that you can hear today's message as well as the entire series. So check it out today. Until next time, remember that Jesus loves you, and so do we. Choose him as your Lord today. Only he can make a way. We'll see you on the next time.